What's up, everyone? Welcome to Moments with the Marcelins. My name is June. And my name is Stephanie. Fun fact about me, I just started drinking coffee. Just about three weeks ago. But hey, guys, we got to celebrate the wins. It's been almost seven years in the making. Mm -hmm. We are here today. (laughs) And so I enjoy making coffee for two now. And if you're wondering what type of coffee I like right now, I'm just rocking with the espresso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about relationships. Mm. Relationships. Things that we found beneficial when we were dating. Things that I wish I would have known maybe when we were dating. And again, I hope that this conversation enriches your life. You're able to look within evaluate yourself if you are in a relationship if you're not in a relationship yet things to think about before you get into a relationship absolutely so i think it'll be beneficial for everyone um even if you are married and listening to this you know someone who's whether in a relationship about to get in a relationship just got out of a relationship right you know you have kids grandkids whoever it is you can relay this information to them because i think it'll be useful and valuable cool All right. So we have about six things that we feel are going to be beneficial tips for your relationship. The first one is compass. Compass who? Yes, compass. You need to know your purpose. They need to know their purpose because your purpose together will serve a purpose because your relationship will have a mission. Mm. And sometimes we fall into a relationship and the other person has no idea where they're going in life. Mm. And the thing is, I don't want you to think like you have to have it all together because that's not the point. We're not going to know all the plans that God has for us. And if you haven't listened to our Discovering Purpose episode, listen to that episode to talk about that talks about purpose. But you have to have an understanding of, hey, maybe God is leading me to this. Do I need to have all the answers? No. But Adam had a purpose before he found Eve. That's so good. You know, he knew what he was called to do before someone walked along his side and then helped him continue his purpose now as a couple. That's so good. And so God assigned him a purpose. God assigned him a job. Mm-hmm. Hence. They need to have a job. I'm just kidding. But it's important for them to have a sense of purpose when you have a relationship. And then within this purpose comes always a sense of direction. And you have to ask yourself, who or what is guiding this compass? Who or what is guiding my direction? Because sometimes we can so easily begin to create the narrative and copy the narrative that culture has portrayed. And so that's when we are then influenced by culture, not influence culture. That's so good. So then we begin to say things and do things based on what everyone else is doing or the dominant culture is doing. So we will, quote unquote, test the car before we buy it and, you know, and, you know, cohabitate with people or become intimate with people when honestly those things should be safe for marriage. Mm -hmm. And we begin to adopt certain things that are not, first of all, biblical and ultimately do not lead to a healthy outcome of life. And so that's why sometimes you have to ask those questions. With my beliefs in regards to dating, who is guiding each of these beliefs? Is it God or is it culture? You know, is it the Bible or is it my opinion? Is it my fear or is it, you know, what God has originally said for my life? Is it things that I saw 
Is it things that I experienced? Is it the things that I don't want to live through because I saw my parents live through it? You know, right. all of these things could be guiding certain things and beliefs, purpose in our life. And therefore, we need to evaluate all of these aspects through our compass. You bring such a good point when you talk about evaluating our compass, because oftentimes Christians get together and they think because both of them follow Jesus that they have the same values. Mm. And this couldn't be so far from the truth. Absolutely. That's why it's so important to really sit down and have these conversations and figure out what is it that you value? Mm -hmm. What is it that I value? What was your childhood like? What are your non-negotiables? What are the things that, you know, you cherish deeply? Yeah. We need to have these conversations when we're in our relationships because you don't want to get further into the relationship and be surprised when the Mm -hmm. conversation comes up. Yeah, yeah. With a group of friends, and you're like, wait a minute, we never talked about this. Mm-hmm. And like, so, oh, you think like that? What? You think like that? You believe this? <laughs> and so it can yeah. get really crazy. So it's important to, you know, really sit down and have those conversations with one another. The second thing that we need is a confidant. Mm. And this is a friend that we can confide in and tell our deepest secrets to. I love what uh, Dr. Darius Daniels uh, says about. Friendship. He says the foundation on any relationship is friendship. If y'all aren't friends, you'll do life stuff with your partner and do fun stuff with someone else. Mm -hmm. And your most memorable moments will be with someone else rather than the person you're doing life with. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That is so good. It is. And, you know, sometimes in conversations being, you know, in the profession that we're in, you know, we get the opportunity and the privilege to, you know, counsel people. And and sometimes people, you know, open up about how they're with their significant others and they don't feel like they have a friendship. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, there's no chemistry there and they're just kind of together, but they're not really together. Like the person is physically there, but mentally and emotionally that person has withdrawn. Yeah. And it's, it's sad because, you don't want to be with someone who loves you but doesn't like you. Mm, that's so good. <laughs> like, you and I, we're more than just husband and wife. Right. We're best friends. Seriously. Like, we're silly. We're goofy. Like, we love to have we're a like good time. We're like 100% ourselves. I can't imagine, you know, what it would be like if you weren't my friend. Right, And right. so it's important that in a relationship that... That person is your friend. That's right. Someone that you can mm-hmm. confide in, someone that you right. can talk with and mm-hmm. build with and share your dreams and have fun with. Because I'll be darned if I'm going to have my memories, most of my memories, yeah, with, with someone, someone other than the person not... that is my life partner. Yeah. Does absolutely. that make sense? Of course. Of course. And, and it's imp- so important that you develop the friendship. Like, trust me, life is serious. Yes. But you don't have to take life so seriously. Like there are certain issues I remember when we were dating that I was like, oh, my gosh, like this or this or this. And they're, you know, and looking back, I'm like, those issues don't even exist anymore. But sometimes, you know, you don't cherish that friendship or you don't develop that friendship so much. And I'm thankful that we're friends. Yeah. You know, above everything else. Like we literally are friends. And you're my husband and we're devoted to each other and we love each other and everything. But it first was rooted in a friendship. Mm. And everyone, I've even heard it before. It's like, you know, you get to know someone more as a friend 
that then evolves into something romantic than the other way around. Right. You know, it's like I saw you being you, you know what I mean? And I love that. And then that that developed into something more. This is so important because I believe the second most important decision in your life is who you're going to be with for the rest of your life. Facts. is your relationship with Jesus. And when you give your life to Jesus, best decision of your life, most important decision of your life. Secondly, is who you're going to spend this earth with. You know, and if it's, and if you're in that dating relationship that you feel like, you know, you're moving towards marriage, you're wanting to spend the rest of your life with that person, you know, hopefully, God willing, right? And that's so important that you should spend the rest of your life with that, with someone who you know is your friend to you. You absolutely know, um obviously that loves you and cherishes you and admires you or whatever you know all those great things mm-hmm. but first it should be rooted in friendship so good so the next one is communication in order for you to have a good healthy relationship you need to learn to communicate well we need to learn to communicate well we're now professionals is at this but we have come a long way from where we a first very, started very very long way it's about progress not perfection right so one of the things that i know that helped me was that whenever there was issues in communication i would always think that it was done on purpose and that like you should have known better so it should have not have happened in a way right and i would kind of start with that angle whenever we would have an argument or a disagreement and i would be like what in the world is going on yeah so you would and i think early on it was one of those things where it was kind of like i was almost expected to know exactly what were in your thoughts yes and so I I took the standpoint of, well, I can't, I'm not a mind reader, so help me to help you. Exactly. But we've come a very long way. Yes, we have. We celebrate the wins. So with that came something that June and I decided to do and to kind of implement in our, you know, communication whenever these things did happen. So we always say, charge it to my mind and not my heart. The next one is care. And you may think, well, yeah, I care, you know, that I'm in, you know, that I'm with this person. I am dating this individual. Um, We both care about each other. But I think it's also important that within the care that they're able to empathize with your story and your pain and what you live through. I've known of individuals that have been in a relationship and they're dating each other And the other person cannot get over the fact that there were certain things that happened in your history that were out of your control and that you can't go back and fix, you know. And I think it's important that you have someone that truly cares for the your whole person, you know, what happened, who you are now and where you are going and not make you feel less than because, you know, that's part of you and they didn't go through that right henry Nowen in his book out of solitude he he touches on this there's a a whole chapter dedicated to care Mm -hmm. and something that he says that i find so profound is that oftentimes we want to bring forth cure and change but we don't want to face caring Mm -hmm. and so an example of this is something traumatic happening in your life or an individual's life and it's just like oh why don't you just go to counseling for it we're so quick to find a cure and a change Mm. but especially for those that are in relationships if i'm going to be in this relationship with you i need to 
partake in your pain. Yeah. Partake in your suffering. When we look at the life of Christ, that is what he did. Mm -hmm. He didn't mm -hmm. simply just raise Lazarus from the dead. No, he wept on his way over there. Yeah. Knowing the miracle that he was going to perform, he still wept because he knew what it was to identify with you know, the family members who were hurt. Mm. And in so the same way that Jesus showed emotion and that he cared in our relationships, we need to do the same. And we cannot just simply dismiss someone because of uh, a struggle that they may have mm -hmm. or just, oh, let's just fix it. Some things you just need to be there. Your presence is just there. You yeah. might not be able to solve an issue like one of the things that I love about you is that when I have my moments, when I think about my father and how I lost him, I know that you cannot raise him from the dead. But the fact that you're mm -hmm. present with me, the fact that you're just there, you don't try to say the right words. Mm -hmm. You don't try to say he's in a better place. No, you're just there. You're yeah. present. And that for me goes a long way because oftentimes we try to bring forth a solution. We try mm -hmm. to bring forth comforting words, not out of ill intent. We mean well, yeah, but yeah. good intentions doesn't necessarily mean good results. Mm -hmm. And so we need to sometimes just simply be quiet and listen. Yeah. Sometimes in a relationship, someone is just looking for the other individual to listen. <laughs> yeah. Listen, <laughs> Linda, listen. <laughs> and so... We need to take that approach. God gave us two ears, one mouth. Mm -hmm. That was by design. Yep. And so we need to make sure that we listen and show each other that we care for them. And one of the greatest ways of doing that is just being present. The best ability is availability. That's so good. And I need you to be available when I am venting, when I am frustrated, when I feel sad, when I feel down, mm -hmm. and vice versa. Absolutely. Because that person, again, should be your confidant. What you two should develop is a safe ground. So your good. relationship should be a safe place where you can share your pain, your story, what you're going through, your frustrations in a, in a safe way, in a safe place, and know that you're going to be cared for emotionally, you know, um, to the extent that that person can support you. Now, there might be moments where you know, that person can't hear and do anything about what you went through to where you need to go to a heart healer, which is what we call a counselor. You know, you need to seek professional help. You need to, you know, go so to someone else for wisdom. But to the extent that that person can care and be there for you, they should because it's a safe place emotionally for that. The last one that we want to say and it's important for dating relationships is check-ins. Check-ins are so important. Jude and I have do check-ins fairly often, and we like to every call other them. hour. Just kidding, <laughs> <laughs> not that much, but we do check-ins often. Um, and during these moments, we really are just trying to, you know, see how we are doing. Um, so we like to call them at least on a daily basis, peak and pits. What was your peak of the day? What was your pit of the day? You know, we're not together all the time, so maybe something happened that we haven't been able to share. And in that moment that we have set aside to talk about that, we're able to kind of share what happened. So if something funny happened, you know, if there was like, you know, a, a moment of frustration that you had, you know, you're able to share it in that moment. And honestly, it can be anything. Peak and pits can be like, yo, I literally had my favorite ice cream today. Like, 
that is my peak today, you know, <laughs> or my pit was, you know, something traumatic happened. We got into a car accident or whatever the case may be. And you're sharing that moment with your significant other. I think also when it comes to check-ins, it's important that we set a time to talk about it. Yeah. It's probably not the best idea for me to come and talk to you while you're on a conference call. <laughs> right. Dealing with everything that you're dealing you with at work. And, and I'm like, hey, we need to talk about this. And so mm. it's important that we set time where mm-hmm. we're both not distracted, where we have each other's undivided attention. Yeah. And so sometimes that might be an hour or two after work because I'm going to be real. Sometimes after long days at work, I'm like, I need an hour. Yeah. To just... <laughs> You know, just disconnect, unwind and just unwind, get my mind right. Mm -hmm. And then you can have the best version of me because I don't want you to have 50 percent of June. I want you to have 100 percent of June's undivided attention. Yeah. And so setting a time to talk about that is important Mm -hmm. where there's no phones, no distractions and you can hear or you can have my complete attention. Absolutely. I also think with check ins, um, if you, you know, don't do the peak and pits or, you know, little things to like kind of spark conversation. Um, even just asking like, how are you feeling today? You know, because it's going to elaborate more than just like, how was your day? You know, how did, how are you feeling? You know what I mean? Like get in tune with those emotions and therefore you can talk about that. And therefore with that, it's like, you know, did something happen today that made you feel, you know, bad or happy or whatever the case may be. That's so good to have that emotional vocabulary. And we talked about that in our Emotional Healthy Spirituality episode, the importance of recognizing your feelings. And right now that might look like sad, mad, Mm -hmm. happy, glad. However simplistic that is for you, it's important that you communicate that with your significant other Mm -hmm. because they need to know how you're doing. One last thing I will say before we uh, close out this discussion, whether you're in a relationship or you're single And, you know, you're getting to know someone with the intentions of being in a relationship. Pay attention to the potential of an individual, but don't ignore the patterns. Yeah. I think sometimes we focus so much on potential that we just completely neglect the patterns that you see. Mm. So you need to make sure that that individual's actions are matching what it is that they're saying. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. all have potential. That is great. But right. some of us probably should not be in relationships right now because there are certain areas in our lives that we need to work on. Mm-hmm. The thing is, you're never completely ready for a relationship. You're never, quote unquote, a holistic person. You know, God is going to continue to work in us on a daily basis until, you know, we're with him. But what I mean by this is that there are certain people right now who are probably dealing with past hurts from relationships that they haven't gotten over and they're trying to enter something new because they don't want to be alone. They're trying to, Mm. you know, uh, fill in a void that only God himself can fulfill. And so pay attention to the patterns of people. There's two books that I would recommend for reading. The first is Things I Wish I Knew Before I Got Married by Gary Chapman. And Four Things Women Want from a Man by Dr. A.R. Bernard. We hope your life was enriched by today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Take care. God bless. And and much much love. love.